0: So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with...
1: And
2: I'm Craig from Escape the Fate.
0: And we're some questions to say about their new album, Out of the Shadows. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far?
2: Thank you very much. The response seems to be pretty good, um, which is which is awesome because the last record we released came out during COVID and we weren't able to go out on the road and, and kind of see in person what the response for that record was so yeah very grateful that we're still you know still around to be able to create music and grateful to be out on the road and and oh. see the fans singing these brand new songs live
0: oh yeah the, the oh, yeah. album rips i was giving another Ooh. listen today so good. yeah
2: thank you very Fucking much immaculate yeah thank oh. you of course of course
1: so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art
2: um yes yeah. so the so the artist for the cover art casey he did the art for our this war is ours album and so going into it it's not it's not a concept album by any means but the overarching theme of the record is the same throughout and it's just exactly what it says out of the shadows you know we were all going through we've all been going through in the band's history and career a lot of changes and just in my personal life you know I have talked about it before, but over COVID I got sober um, and that was a very big deal for me. And so the album just kind of focuses, especially the title track, not the title track, I'm sorry. The the first track of the record, Forgive Me, sort of explains that I'm killing that old part of me, Mm -hmm. which doesn't even feel like a part of me anymore and coming out of the shadows and into the light and being reborn and, Mm-hmm. it's those themes that are just throughout the whole album so it, it connects to me very personally it connects to robert we talked about it. it connects to everybody through what we were going through in our personal lives and our and our music career
1: hell yeah, yeah. congratulations on a uh, sobriety that's fucking awesome
2: yeah congrats thank you very much Hell yeah mm-hmm. already over three years it's crazy hell yeah fucking awesome. love it mm-hmm.
0: um so can you tell us a little bit about the writing process for the album
2: uh, so this process was was a lot of fun compared to the last few albums. You know, the last few kind of felt like we got into into this place where it was it's time to go into the studio, so it's time to get some songs together. And you go in and you start putting stuff together, and there's a deadline, and and you got label telling you, well, we're kind of looking for something that sounds sort of like this for certain playlists and algorithms, and it's like. Mm-hmm uh this time around we got together just as a group um at eric's place in arizona and started the writing process and then when we got in with felney we did we did writing for about a week and then he went on vacation he said you know what guys come into the studio every day and just work on some stuff and we'll jump back into some more stuff when i get back so we were able to be there just as a group working on some more material so it was, it was a lot of fun to see it all come together slowly.
1: Because you weren't able to celebrate the last album because of the pandemic, did that impact your writing process at all?
2: Um, I don't necessarily think it impacted the writing process too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what impacted the writing process a lot was we were in we were definitely in a weird transitionary period and we were working on that one for so long. Like the timing, it was like, all right, come in and work on this. Then we have to go on the road, come in and work on this, but then we got to go hit the road. And then COVID happened and we were finishing stuff out throughout. So it just got, I was so ready for it to just come out. Mm -hmm. I was like ready to move on to the next chapter already before Mm -hmm. Chemical Warfare was even released, which sucks as an artist, you know? You you don't want to already be ready to move on before something has yet to come out, you know? So it was just strange times, and and we were going through changes in the group because, as I said, because the pandemic happened and touring wasn't happening, um, our last guitarist, Kevin Thrasher, started getting involved in studio work. We had Travis Barker come in and play drums on two tracks on the last album um he needed somebody to help him out in his studio and you know felt he was like kevin can do what you want he's like all right let me try him out <laughs> and kevin's been there ever since <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! so mm-hmm. once touring started happening up again you know it was tough for kevin because he's always been interested in in doing studio work and he felt like he had a really solid uh spot to work yeah. on things he wanted to work on so for us to be like, oh, you know, just drop that because it's ready to go back on the road was kind of not fair. So it was kind of a mutual, we wish you the best. And he's like, you guys ever need anything from me, I'm there. And, you know, kind of mutual separation and new chapter yeah. in the band's life.
1: Absolutely. Hell yeah, I'm glad it was in good terms. That's always good to hear. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so what song off this album took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite?
2: Ew. longest to write you know probably cheers to goodbye and i only say that because cheers to goodbye was the oldest demo that i had so that was a song i was working on that i was just thinking about releasing as something free on soundcloud as like a solo song okay i had the chorus i was working on 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 it with eric just in my free time like four years ago Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: when we started writing demos we started coming up with this very carnival theme sort of intro and verse, yep. which I really loved because, you know, revisiting some of our old stuff, I'm like, yeah, man, it's given me, it's just me vibes. Mm-hmm. And we had just done like the 10 year anniversary for the, this war is ours album. I'm like, yeah, man, let's, let's, let's go back to those roots a little bit. Let's reenter that realm on mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. And then when the chorus hit, uh, the chorus I had for my solo song just immediately was right there. Yeah. Like I heard the music and the chorus hit for the cheers demo. Mm-hmm. And I just started singing the chorus that I had just had. So yeah. I just changed the, the one last tagline and it, which used to be vanilla sky to cheers to goodbye. And then it turned into what it was. And once we heard the, uh, the final demo with all the vocals and all the instruments, I was like, we got to get Spencer from Ice Nine on this song. Of course. That second verse is just like so theatrical. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of anybody that's going to do some fun, awesome, amazing theatrical type vocals, mm-hmm. it's it's got to be Spencer. So yeah, I hit him up. He was down to come in. Very easy to work with. Awesome guy. Love that dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, love that track. My personal favorite. I I really connect with Forgive Me. I like that one a lot. And the song on the record, I know you didn't ask, but the one that came together the quickest okay. was Choke. And that's definitely in my top three. Okay which is funny. Do
0: you wanna Hell do you yeah. wanna give us your top three?
2: Yeah. Uh, probably Forgive Me Choke and Cheers to Goodbye. Oh yeah. That's a good-ass lineup. Lives.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so had the track was the album come about, did you guys write the opener be the opener, closer be closer, shuffle around and see what fits? What was that process like?
2: So that process, it's never been like this for us. We were usually pulling our hair out and, and arguing with each other for months on end. Uh, huh. but this one came together pretty easy, especially even the set list for the tour came together exactly like the album. Oh, shit. Um, we We knew, forgive me, we wanted to be the beginning of the album. Mm -hmm. And we knew cheers to goodbye. We wanted to end the album. So then it was kind of easy, like, all right, what do we hear following? Forgive me. Oh, definitely. You know, you hear the last note in the beginning note of choke Mm -hmm. and you're like, that one's got to come after. And then you kind of just fill the pieces in there. And then I did make the the suggestion. I was like, well, hate myself has got to be track eight. Yeah. It's literally the title is H eight is how we (laughs) wrote it out. I was like, so that's gotta be track eight. So now we got track 1, track 8 and the last track. Let's fill in the blanks. Yeah. And so it was it was a good starting point.
1: That's awesome. So it was literally just knowing the bookends of the album that just kind of helped you fill it all together.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Um wow. you guys put out the closing track as a single. Was there any sort of like worry that you're like giving up the big crescendo to the album like when you're putting that out as a single?
2: Mm. Yes, um definitely from my end you know i remember having discussions where i was being asked what thong- song do you think we should release first and i wanted to come out the gate with low mm. um and i wanted to save hate myself and cheers to goodbye for a little later mm. um and then we kind of discussed how it seems we always end up releasing a heavy song from our records first
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: i'm like yeah You're right. We kind of do do that a lot. So (laughs) I guess let's go with hate myself and then low and then let's shoot for cheers to goodbye. And I don't even think cheers was on track to be a single until it was finalized. Um, And then once it was finalized, everyone at the label after they heard the final product was like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's make this the next one. So the band was stoked because we were we were in love with it from the get go.
0: Hell Hell yeah.
2: That's good. Hell yeah.
1: Uh, so you kind of went into it a little bit earlier, but if you want, you could go a bit more in depth. Would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record?
2: Um, my headspace was exactly what the album explains. You know, I mm-hmm. just feel like I was living with imposter syndrome, you know, through yeah. all my addictions and just trying to rediscover myself and rediscover my love for the music and. And my appreciation for what I have the opportunity to do, mm-hmm. you know, I'm very grateful to be able to do this. And it's so easy to wake up, no matter what you're doing in life or or what walk you're on in life. It's very easy to wake up and just focus on the negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's where I was for a huge part of my adult life. You know, from 17 onward, it was just not even realizing that I was waking up every day and focusing on the negative, but. Yeah. that's what I was doing you know and it's like wake up and count your blessings like everything can be yeah. a lot worse so I'm so grateful number one is still be alive you know I have two beautiful kids it was my dream to make music for a living and I'm still out here after almost 20 years yeah creating music it. and playing music for people that want to hear it and they're excited and people still come up to me every day and say thank you very much for your music it really helps me get through the day and there's no better compliment, honestly, because that's what helps me get through the day is writing down my feelings and being able to perform and performing is like a therapy session to me. So
1: absolutely, if there's
2: at least one person in every show that feels like they're getting motivation to get through their next 24 or 48 hours or the next week or the next month, mm-hmm. awesome job well done. And that's what it's all about. It's just motivating the next person.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, Was there any sort of like struggle for you kind of like changing your mindset and like, kind of like almost what you write about with like, you know, the, the change in, in your perspective and how you see everything?
2: Yes. Yes. And no. Um, in some ways it was easier for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. In some ways it was, it was harder, you know, the alcohol had become such a crutch to me. Mm. that it was hard to sort of I don't feel like I ever believed in myself I feel like it was a lot of liquid confidence mm-hmm. if that makes sense Yeah. so yeah. to rediscover it and like I said sit down and count your blessings and just open my eyes and be like look at what you're doing like mm-hmm. believe in yourself you you wouldn't have been able to be on the road and play the type of shows you played or or release this many albums if you weren't at least in some way decent at what you do exactly. so just trying to motivate myself to keep going and just kind of rediscovering myself that that kid that was hungry and mm. bright-eyed and wanted to take over the world you know rediscovering him and so that was exciting and scary all all at the same time but such is life you know
0: oh yeah um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time Should you doing the Car with friends and dark with headphones on is a workout album party album what do you personally recommend
2: I always like to listen to any album when mm-hmm. I'm listening to it for the first time either with some headphones laying in bed at the end of the day or if you have like a, a pretty decent distance to drive just driving like at night on the freeway when it's empty yeah, I love listening to records for the first time in that way. Like just yourself and the road and the streetlights, and that's when I really start feeling the music.
0: Yeah, I, I don't so know what it is about
2: there. that, but that's what I like doing. Yeah, yeah I've had so that many atmosphere.
0: albums click, click, click that way with me. Like just the the freeway drive, it just clicks. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So this one should be super super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less.
2: Rebirth, rediscovery, and motivation.
1: Damn, I thought you were going to hit us with another re. You got one (laughs) away.
2: Fuck. That was good Good as hell, though. Let me think. Rebirth, rediscovery. I don't know. I can't think of it. God. Re re something. Re something. Fill in the
1: blank. Re something.
2: yeah read something
0: yeah
1: re something damn right
2: <laughs> all right <Yeah>. um, <laughs> re something
0: uh so in that team train of thought is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have going through the album
2: mm-hmm. uh hope you know i want them to have have hope oh yeah oh yeah you know i'm so, using music's an escape for all of us entertainment in any form is an mm-hmm. escape for all of us and you know you're obviously escaping for a reason or you're just listening to music to have a good time or whatever it may be, create memories in your life. And I just hope that ours is part of some good memories and and create some motivation and some hope.
0: I love that.
1: Hell oh, yeah, awesome. Uh, so are you able to touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this album, positive or negative?
2: Um, you know, it's with us, it's always the same same struggle working mm. with robert
0: mm.
2: every single time <laughs> damn, um but i say that in a joking loving way like we're we're polar opposites but at this point me and him are like an old married couple yeah we're always gonna go toe to toe with each other on on creative ideas and and that's good yeah. you know that's that's a good thing that's what a relationship should be you should vibe off of each other and you know respectfully disagree and you know, it definitely creates a sense of excitement when I'm working on something and he's in love with it from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a big so, deal. <laughs> exactly. You know, I was, we were doing a meet and greet just the other day and uh, somebody asked, you know, what's been great about this tour so far? And, you know, I gave some love to our crew. Our crew's been working their butts off on this tour. And, yeah. and Robert turns and he goes, you know what, man, I'm going to have to agree. Our crew's been killing it. And then I turned to our tour manager and I said, Robert's complimenting you right now. <laughs> that means you guys are doing a really good job. Oh, so, yeah. So if you're working on something in the studio or or I come up with like a merch idea and, and Robert's first response is that's awesome. Then I'm like, all right, that's it. It's locked in. Yeah. Exactly. Don't it. change no, a goddamn no thing. No hurdles to jump over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so since you're on tour, we have to ask, what's been your go to snack when you're at a gas station or a rest stop?
2: Ooh, a gas station or a rest stop i always try to find these peanut butter perfect bars Ooh, they're not always at rest stops or gas stations but if they have them at starbucks mm-hmm. if you go to starbucks a lot okay. um yeah i'm just trying to be healthy
1: okay Fair enough. Yeah. is it like a is it it's a protein bar i'm assuming
2: kind of i i honestly don't know it just says perfect bar
1: well, I mean, they they won't lie to you, so I guess it's it's perfect. It's for got it.
2: good things in it. And I'm like, it all right, to- Let's eat the good things, but yeah. If if I am if I am feeling risky, mm-hmm. nothing hits harder than a bag of hot Cheetos.
1: That is so a little good. risky. Yeah.
2: So good.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
2: Even better, open the bag of hot Cheetos. Okay. Go to the nacho section no. of the gas station put the nacho cheese in the bag Mm -hmm. of hot cheetos Mm -hmm. shake it up get yourself Mm -hmm. a plastic fork go to town
1: dude that bathroom is gonna be (laughs)
2: fucked oh Oh, yeah oh yeah
1: oh my god your
2: taste buds will be partying and uh Mm -hmm. something else will be partying the very next morning that's for sure
1: absolutely (laughs) (laughs) Um, so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why
2: if the band was a dish mm-hmm. wow yeah it's a big one man i've never i've never thought of that let's just go with like a like a works pizza Uh-oh. just an everything pizza mm. all right Hell yeah. as a dish We'll see uh, that what's makes sense because it's saying. always a pizza but you could kind of throw anything on it okay <laughs> yeah, still yeah. Pizza. yeah. <laughs> that's
0: right <fair enough>. out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so Some fla- people
2: might not like what's on the pizza, but you could always pick it off. Exactly. And a, just you know, it up. At the core, it's still a pizza.
1: Yeah. Still exactly. A dog, you can still you fuck know? with it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. eat around what you don't like.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink?
2: With a drink? Mm-hmm. I can 100% say my drink would be a horchata. for sure. It's like my favorite drink out there. Oh, I love horchata. And my last meal, man, I don't think I could go out without tasting my Costco pecan pie. Every year, I call it pecanica. I go out, I get a Costco pecan pie, and I eat one slice for eight days until it's gone. I don't know what it is about that thing, but the Costco pecan pie specifically is like Hands down, the best pecan pie out there.
1: Right. That's beautiful that you have a whole eight-day holiday dedicated to it. A name it Yeah, and yeah I,
2: made, I made up my own holiday because my wife doesn't eat it at all. And she's like, are you seriously going to eat that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I haven't gone to Costco in a whole year, and I have to go and renew my membership to get- just to buy the pie.
0: But it's worth it.
2: <laughs> so, so, yeah. So my wife would be like, you seriously spent 80 bucks just to renew your membership? Or somewhere yeah. you don't go just to buy one pecan pie
0: mm-hmm. i'm like yes
2: yes I did. Right, I did
0: do you celebrate i don't know pecanica? if it's like
2: a shot cha-
0: do i celebrate at the, at the same time every year or is it just when you have eight days at home
2: when i have eight days at home not on the road and costco's <laughs> has their pecan pies available okay that's beautiful I love so it came up because my wife was like, you should just create your own holiday. This seems to be like your thing every year. And I was like, I'll well, call it Pecanica. Exactly. <laughs> and Maybe she I laughed will. and said it's perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's just beautiful. Love it. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live?
2: Fictional world for a week? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It'd have to be the, the world of Harry Potter, I think. i have to be at Hogwarts. I mean, come on. Yeah. What of, other what else other you? things sounds cool, but I mean, I took the online test. I'm a Slytherin, I guess.
1: Oh, that's not a bad yeah. thing. You
2: guys are like, determined, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You this know, Pot- Potter was supposed to be a Slytherin.
1: Exactly. Everyone forgets you know. about that. Mm-hmm.
2: But his heart yearns for Gryffindor, so. yeah, It no, just seems like asked. a cool world to be in, you know, doing all the magic stuff.
1: Exactly For some reason, I
2: thought Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings at first, and I'm like, ah, that would be pretty dangerous.
1: Yeah, no, that's like instant death. I feel.
2: And I'm not built like the mountain or the hound, so I think I'd do better in the world of <laughs> the Harry wizarding Potter, world. You know, of magic. Yeah, the wizarding world. You know, yeah. maybe just flying yeah. around on a broom and exactly playing right. some spells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Um, so, either none of asking the last question. Every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color?
2: My favorite color. Mm. That has been a tough one for me to answer over the years. And it's because when I was little, my favorite color was purple. Mm. And I remember getting made fun of for it. I was like, I don't know, maybe six or seven. And then my colors are just always changing. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know if I've had one specific favorite color to go to. Um, But I can say lately it's been... It's kind of been going back to purple like a light like a fuchsia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been like like all the lights behind my TVs at home and everything. I'm like, "Oh, we're going to go with that like dark pink color. And that looks sweet right now." So. Yeah. I've been really into that. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Just like to say it's very fitting that there's been purple light behind you for this interview.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the entire time actually. Oh, now it's red, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's orange. It's orange. That's my little Halloween tree. All oh right. my god, that shit's awesome!
1: Yeah. Happy Halloween! Yeah. yeah,
2: I know. Happy Halloween. Might be early for some people, but no. Once the store's got the decorations, yep, yeah. that's is when that, I start getting it.
1: Is that Ghostface from fucking scary movie? Yeah, of course. It fucking <laughs> get this guy out of here.
2: Fucking <laughs> love him. I love him. Right, so on, much. right on the right on the phone. That's <laughs> for some reason back here. <laughs> It's perfect. So you can call the driver of the bus up front. I don't even know yeah. if the phone works. But...
0: <laughs>
2: <It's>, <laughs> let's test it out. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, had to, I had to spookify the uh, my back work area here. I love yeah, it. it's fucking awesome. So, um,
0: so as I said, that's all the questions you have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug?
2: Uh, yeah, out of the shadows, out now. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to want to talk to me and uh hope you guys are enjoying the album and i hope everybody that's listening to it is enjoying it and hopefully see you at a show in person sometime soon
0: oh yeah Hell all right yeah. well uh thank you for stopping craig from escape the fate and we have been the good noise podcast